Welcome to The Do Zone, where real entrepreneurs share real strategies about getting things done. I'm your host, Josh Thomas. Tag me at JT Literally and show me what you do in The Do Zone. Every week, I'll pick the best post to feature across all my social networks. This podcast is brought to you by Factor One. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur who's looking to hit seven this year, there are three key shifts that you need to make right now in order for it to be possible. Go to imfactor1.com now, and I'll show you exactly what those three key shifts are and how you can get them set up for your business in less than six minutes. Once again, that's imfactor1.com. Today's guest is Ron Story Jr. He has been a full-time entrepreneur for over 20 years and has been instrumental in the creation, development, and leadership of over 30 companies. Ron, welcome to the Do Zone. Tell us something you believe is the key to getting stuff done that most people wouldn't think of. Give everything to competent people, right? We all feel like we need to do it ourselves all the time because usually we're pretty smart, but the best thing I've ever done was to give it to competent people that could take the lead and, and handle that project and own it. Who, not how. That's it. Great book. That's an excellent book, you know? And, and the important thing that you mentioned there is competent people, because we can give things to people, but that doesn't mean that they know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think people do hiring in small businesses the wrong way. I think we hire the people that we can afford instead of the people we actually need. So um, if you, in my own opinion, what I've learned is your first round of hiring should probably be the people who will hire the next round of people. But a lot of times we hire the person that we can afford. And then when we hire the managers above them, they feel offended that we didn't promote them. So um, I think a lot of entrepreneurs could, could learn a lot from making a little bit more money so that they can hire the person that they should have versus only the people that could kind of be, um, what do you call them? Like people that just do the little odd jobs. Fill in the gaps. Right? That's it. Yeah, that's that's usually not a good long term strategy. And so it's a it's a it's a good point. It's a nice transition here because you said if entrepreneurs can make a little bit more money, they can make better hiring decisions. Well, there's the challenge. I know that one of the things that you like to talk on about is sales should always be the focus for entrepreneurs. And there are outbound strategies that we really need to focus on. And so, first of all, why should sales be the focus always for any entrepreneur or business? And then secondly, how do we get more sales? Okay. Well, the first thing is turn off your sales for three years and see what happens to your business. Right? <laughs> okay. Point taken. <laughs> there you go. Right? So imagine even a company like McDonald's or Pizza Hut, or Walmart, or Pepsi-Cola, or Coca-Cola, imagine if they stop marketing, or if they stop telling people about their business, or reminding people about their business, they would go away. So that's why sales is important. It's the gasoline that makes the engine run, you know? Mm -hmm. Definitely. And and so it's just, I, I found it, it was kind of humorous uh, when you made the point of like, if entrepreneurs can just make a little bit more money, then they can make these better decisions. And so I, I think we all kind of want to make more money, but sometimes we run into these gaps or these, these, these walls and we hit them and we just can't get past them. And a lot of times that's mental, 
But a lot of times it's because we don't have enough people to talk to or we don't have the right kind of people to talk to. So what are some solutions that that you found? I know you focus specifically on cold email. So tell me about the other things that you've tried and why you landed on this. Well, in the past, when the world was, uh, I guess, there's a great book called The World is Flat, right? And it's about outsourcing. And in the past, when you had to hire within your local area, if you have an online business nowadays, you can hire people from all over the world. You can hire the best talent in the Philippines or in Medellin, Colombia, wherever, and do it at a lower cost than what you would have to do if you were to hire them in New York City or in the Bay Area. Not saying that I don't love our American people, I do. But in building the business, I have to look out for the business. So I am a big fan of hiring competent people, um, even if it's at a lower cost than what I would have to pay in my hometown. So I think you go out and you find those people to put in that position, right, at your budget. It takes a little bit more time to find the $11 an hour person in the Philippines than it does to find the $11 an hour person in your local neighborhood, your niece or nephew that may be working for you. But that person in Colombia at $11 an hour may have a master's degree where your niece and nephew would probably frown at you if you offer them anything under $15 an hour in the United States. And they're totally incompetent. <laughs> well said. Got it. And so uh, that makes sense. And so tell me a little bit about and cold email is kind of the, uh, the redheaded stepchild of, uh, of a lot of uh, marketing uh, plans and strategies. And a lot of entrepreneurs stay away from cold calling, door knocking, cold email strategies. So, so talk to me a little bit about uh, why did you focus on this and why do you feel it's the best way to start? Because it's exactly the reason what, what you just said. Everybody else stays away from it, right? <laughs> so, you know, years ago, everybody was sending direct mail. And this is 20, 30 years ago, you get a pile of junk mail, right? Now, nobody sends direct mail. Guess what everybody should be doing? Sending direct mail. The yeah. people who are sending direct mail is going to get it. They're going to be the only person, only piece of mail that person may get today, right? So I'm a firm believer that if everybody's going one way, like Facebook ads or something like that, dancing on TikTok, I should go the other way because they probably thought this new method was easier. That's why everybody does it versus doing the hard thing that's hard to discover. That way I can have an advantage. Yeah, it's it's funny that you say that about direct mail. I I, I literally had this. I randomly had this on my desk. Uh, this is a giant red envelope that I received in the mail. It had no return address on it. And I'm like, what's this? And so I opened it up. And it was a sales letter from Todd Brown. <laughs> and you know what? I read every word of this sales letter. I stood there like. I opened this thing up and I read every single word of this. It was some mastermind thing or whatever he was doing. I didn't buy it, but I, I can seriously thought about it. And I still, to this day, this was six months ago. It's sitting right here on my desk. That's how unusual it is to get direct mail. And so how do we transfer that onto cold email? We get a lot of cold emails. And so how do you really stand out on that and make it impactful for you and your business? Well, I, I think there's two different methods. Um, I think there's a spectrum of cold emails, right? There's the person who says, I'm going to send 100,000 emails this month with a 5% open rate 
I'm going to burn through my domains and all of that, right? And then on the other side, there's the person who says, I'm going to write each email one at a time. I'm going to look at their LinkedIn profile. I'm going to find something significant to say to them. And I'm going to try to, you know, nail it with that, right? So you have this mass, maybe ineffective, um, you know, less effective as far as accuracy thing versus this, I'm going to be a sniper and I'm going to find the exact thing. I kind of live in the middle of that, right? I, I like to point out that a person has a problem or ask them if they have a problem and if they're looking for a solution. I'm not trying to be their best friend. I just want to know if they have a broken leg, right? So I think that different people approach cold email different ways. And usually the people who hate it think they have to do that personalization, write everyone. To me, that's too much investment in a stranger. For me to you know invest that much in a stranger, for them to tell me no, I would rather just personalize it a little bit and go that route, you know? So I, I think that that's how you can be effective with it. If you find where you fit, none of those three ways are wrong, in my opinion. I think you have to find the one that fits your personality. And so there's what you're saying is there's a, if I can summarize, there's there's a spectrum of, of cold email. There's blast as many as possible. There's highly personal and individualized. And then there's a whole lot of in-between. Yep. I live in the in-between, right? I'm going to send something personal, but I'm not going to go and review your LinkedIn page, right? It's just too much investment on my side. I would rather send out 100 emails a day to 100 people that are well-targeted versus sending 10 emails a day to people that I've stalked. I just don't have the stalking time. I don't have, I don't just don't have the stalking time, man. I just don't have it. <laughs> yeah. I ain't got time to do that. <laughs> you know, and, uh, I, I think of you because we've, we've connected several times and I can, I got a story for you, uh, that I think you'll appreciate. Um, so I, I'm hosting this, uh, weekly discussion panel called the BYOB lunch club, which you were a guest on, uh, and, uh, and, and you did great and you, you shared all kinds of wisdom and you shared your your cold email templates and it was awesome and so we we hosted another one uh for crms and automation and i thought all of the guys that i'm bringing on here use high level and i wonder if i could get sean clark who's the founder of high level to come on to this lunch club and i and i remember your voice ringing in my head i was like i wonder how i could get his attention and I remember like you said to me one day about somebody else I was talking about, you know what I'd do? I would just email him and ask him. There you go. And and so I found him on LinkedIn and I messaged him and I said, hey, Sean, I host this weekly discussion panel called the BYOB Lunch Club. I'm bringing on high level experts. I'd love for you to come in and share your voice. And you know what he said? Yeah. He said, yeah, man, sure. What time? <laughs> and and he responded in like a couple of hours. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I was just like, I was just laughing the whole time because the only reason I did that is because you were like, man, you know what I would do? I would just email him and ask him. You know, that's my best Ron story voice. But yeah, that, I mean, but it's, that's it's the like, story of my life, man. I mean, back in the day, it was just calling. I remember I'm from East St. Louis and there's a... a 
former professional basketball player by the name of Darius Miles that went to my high school. So when he got drafted into the NBA, I was like, dude, I want to see if I, I was, I was selling insurance and investments at the time. I'm like, I want to see if I can get him as a client. So I found his mom's phone number and I called her, you know? And I mean, I've reached out to George Lucas's wife. I've reached out to a lot of people just like, yo, what can they tell me? No, they cannot respond. Surprisingly, they responded. Some not positively, but <laughs> they did respond. <laughs> they did. I mean, that's what matters. Yeah, for sure. I mean, my, my mentor to this day, I emailed him for three years before he came on to, to mentor me as a businessman. I mean, that's, he said, hey, stop, email, stop emailing me. Why don't we go to breakfast tomorrow? <laughs> that's how we started our friendship. Right. That's awesome. And so tell us a little bit about your service, what you do, and how people can connect with you. Yeah. So basically right now, I help people to share their stories and perspectives via podcast um, with our software, PitchDB. We have it as a done-for-you service also. where We will reach out and get you booked on podcasts like we are right now um, or for a speaking gig. So that's what we do. Um, on top of that, we pretty much set appointments for just about anybody, but the primary thing that we do is we we reach out to strangers for a living, man. <laughs> you talk to strangers for a living. You're yeah. not following mom's advice, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, everybody, nobody's following mom's advice. People hop in Ubers all the time. Not only are they <laughs> talking right. to strangers, they're getting the strangers' cars. And the strangers <laughs> are offering them candy on the back of the seat. It's right. all the things our parents told us not to do. <laughs> That's awesome. You're so right. Okay. So you talk to strangers for a living or actually you talk to strangers for a living on behalf of others. Um, and so uh, getting on podcasts, finding guests for podcasts, setting appointments, and also cold email services. And so where, where can we go to learn more about this and connect with you directly? Well, if you wanted to connect with me, you can find Ron Story Jr. on all platforms on Instagram, TikTok, Rumble, YouTube, Instagram, whatever, LinkedIn. It's I own Ron Story Jr. everywhere, even at ronstoryjr.com. That's where you can find me. And you can see all the, the products that we offer to people. You know? Excellent. Appreciate that. So hey, we're gonna wrap up from here. Very thankful for our guest, Ron Story Jr., for coming on and sharing a little bit of wisdom about how he gets stuff done. Thanks so much for that. For those of you who are looking to connect with him directly, you can find him on social media at Ron Story Jr. Or you can go to ronstoryjr.com to learn about his various services where he can talk to strangers on your behalf. If you listen to us on your morning commute or during your workout somewhere out in the field, be sure to snap a selfie and tag me at JT Literally. Tell me what you do in the do zone. Also, if you're ready to take your uh, business to the seven-figure barrier, but you know what got you here ain't going to get you there. We can help. Go to imfactor1.com now, and let's see how much impact we can make in less than six minutes. Know this, you are factor one for your own success. Now let's get to work. If you're a small business doing at least six figures and you're trying to level up, but you keep getting smacked down, pay attention. There are outside forces at play that you're almost certainly not aware of. No, I'm not talking about the president, the economy, the Federal Reserve, or inflation. I'm also not talking about your industry, your competition, or current market conditions. I'm talking about you. There are invisible forces that are keeping you from breaking through to the next barrier in your business. That's why you keep repeating the same cycle year after year. 
You think next time will be different, but what you don't realize is that you're running through a huge maze and your opponent has every turn memorized because your opponent built the maze. Until you get your hands on a map and come up with a plan of attack and execute it, you're just going to keep running circles over and over and you'll lose every time. You'll never find the exit without a plan. The good news is your opponent is predictable. Your opponent follows the rules. You can beat your opponent because you don't have to follow the rules. You see, you have free will. Your opponent is restricted to the rules of the game, but you can make your own rules. You just gotta have a plan. And in order to get a plan, you first have to take responsibility for putting yourself in that maze without a map to begin with. Because you are factor one for your own success. Your opponent is your comfort zone. If you're ready to stop running circles in the same circuit year after year and finally break free from the maze, join factor one. We are a unique development program for six-figure entrepreneurs. We'll airdrop into your exact location of the maze with a paper and pen, and we'll help you draw a clean map to the exit using our bird's eye view. We'll also arm you with the tools you need to defend yourself properly, and we'll walk with you shoulder to shoulder to make sure you get out safely this time. We don't leave anybody behind that doesn't want to be left there. Join us. Go to imfactor1.com right now, and let's talk about getting you out of that maze once and for all.